This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Buckle up and start your engines. This is You Ought to Know with Dave Stahl. With 30 plus years of automotive experience, Dave is here to educate you on everything from repairing your vehicle to the latest industry news and trends. If it's automotive, Dave covers it. It's time for You Ought to Know with Dave Stahl on The Answer San Diego. All right, folks, welcome to You Ought to Know FM 961. AM 1170, The Answer. This hour is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. If you've got a grocery store, liquor store, or just a small store in general, and you're having issues with checkout personnel, well, why don't you go with self-checkout? Southwest Point of Sale has been doing it for over 20 years, and they are the experts. And what do you get? Well, first, they come out, look at your facility, see if it'll work. If it does, bingo, make an appointment. And for the prices you'd pay for an old cash register, you have the ability to change your pricing. You have the ability to, uh, you know, get, I mean, all the training. Everything is there for you. Unlimited technical support. And it comes with a barcode reader, cash box, and a printer. Come on. Get out of the Stone Ages. All right. Also, and hot rods and custom stuff. If you're looking for hot rod toys, maybe you need a guy to work on a car. Maybe you want to buy a car. Doesn't make any difference to me. Hot rods and custom stuff. Uh, Randy and his team are unbelievable. 760-745-1170. All right. Hey, we've talked to Greg Ebel before. He's a police brand marketing manager for Ford. And they have taken a select number of electric F-150 Lightnings and flipped them to police work. Now, this is a two-part interview. Uh, I got carried away. Okay. So the first segment, you'll get to hear uh, part one. And then at 245, you'll hear... Uh, part two. So don't touch that dial. Oh, I got an interview for you folks. Well, you know, the Ford uh, Raptor F-150, you know, they, they came out with a smaller engine, which was great, good gas mileage, but they couldn't stand it. They couldn't stand it. The, 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 the consumers and the off-roaders just beat them up, and now they've got a 700-horsepower Ford F-150 Raptor R. Got my good buddy Brian Bell, brand manager on the line. Dude, that thing has got to be a monster. Oh, it is fantastic. The Raptor R is a, just an incredible machine. And, you know, it, we, we, uh, we pride ourselves on listening to the customers at the company. And, and the EcoBoost is great. And it's, it's, we still expect it will be our biggest seller in the Raptor. It's got fantastic low-end torque. It's a great desert running machine. But there's this group of customers that have been asking for a V8 back again. And so we just didn't deliver a V8. We delivered a, a killer V8 with the with the 5.2 supercharged, 700-horse, um, 640-foot-pound of torque uh, V8 engine that's in the truck. It's well, incredible. And, and what I tell people, too, is I go, oh, no, 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 no. They, they pulled out a tried-and-true engine this thing came out of the gt 500 and then you guys massaged it basically for off-road use not road racing or drag racing use so you you came with a proven product and it, it wouldn't make that transition that difficult that's right it is the shelby gt 500 base motor and then the uh the, the the smart people at ford performance do their incredible work and they found a way to uh adjust it so we get more low-end torque um out of it for that desert running, low air and mid range torque, right? So, which is what you really need when you're off road. You want that that low end grunt to get things moving in the sand and the dirt. 
Um, so they really, they really tuned it and made adjustments for it to make it perfect for the Raptor. Exactly. You know, and it, and it, and it just didn't stop there. I mean, you got to be able to get through the whoops. You got to be able to get through the, you know, the the berms and what have you. So you got with Fox Shocks, and I have to tell you, when you first came out with the Raptor, uh, Fox Shocks is built here in San Diego, so I had a chance to talk to the guy that was in charge of it. So I said, wow, that's pretty cool, man. You got Fox shocks all over a Ford. He says, dude, we worked for it. He said, those people are so picky about what they want at the end result of that shock. He says, I must have made 600 shock changes just in the first Raptor alone. So hats off to you guys looking for a goal and not giving up until you got what you wanted. Well, that's right. Fox has been a partner with us so I, uh, from the first generation Raptor. This is our third generation truck now. The, you know, so the first generation launched with with Fox as our partners in the uh, doing the shocks, helping us with the suspension work, and and you know developing that long travel suspension that was good for high speed desert off roading right out of the showroom had never been heard of. Right, it was a it was a shock to the industry and customers loved it. And we took our lessons there that we learned and we launched the second generation Raptor in 2017 and. We took those lessons. We brought out Gen 3, and we, you know, we really the, the launch of Gen 3 was all about that suspension, right? We did more work. Got 13 inches of travel in the front, four, over 14 in the back. Um, standard 37-inch tires for the first time on an OEM vehicle, you know, which we we heard customers talk about and want. And then we we put in a unique five-link rear suspension in the back to give us, you know, even better uh, travel in the back and and um, better control when you're uh, when you're out in the dirt, in the desert, and so. You know, the, the team really continued to work on it. We keep honing. That's what we pride ourselves on is listening to the customers, doing those things that they like, that they want, the things that they're doing in the aftermarket. We want we can do for them right out of the showroom. And uh, then the Raptor R comes now with this new engine on top of all of this, and it's a, it's just a great combination for customers. Well, and the thing, you know, I'm an old, I don't know if I told you, but I used to be a service manager for 30 years in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. And nothing drove the factory guys crazier than for somebody to buy a vehicle and then go redo it aftermarket. And then the customer come back to me and say, well, this aftermarket part doesn't work. I go, well, what are you coming to see me for? And I was glad to see the manufacturers, especially Ford, listen to the customer. Okay, you want a turbocharger? You want a supercharger? You want 37-inch tires? What do you want? And if we can make it happen, we'll make it happen. And now on the R, everything that you buy from the dealer it's all covered under the warranty. So you don't have to go run around trying to figure out where to get, where was your warranty paperwork, what did you do with it, and where was the shop that did the repair. I love the fact that you've made this a one-stop shop. I tell people, all you got to do is slap a number on the door, and if you can drive, you can win. That makes, well, you know, our, our, our engineers really, really pride themselves on bringing the customers the things that they want and that we see them doing, right, so they can just drive it right off the showroom floor. And you're right, have a warranty, have all of our technology of it. You know, that when, when you design the vehicle from the, the, the whole vehicle, all of those components are designed to work together so much better than if you bolt things on. And so we think it's a, a great solution for customers. And like I said, with three generations under our belt, now we've got so many learnings from 10 years in the desert with, with customers that, uh, that we're putting into the truck. But the Raptor R is really, it shows all of those things we've learned and all of that hard work coming to fruition. Exactly. So every time that you guys do something like this, now this is third generation, uh, you learn from the first two, you know, what not to do, what to do, what to change. The consumer may not 
see it all or catch it all or even understand it all. You know, they're just looking for the end result. And I know the engineers that work for, you know, Ford Performance, they are so into what they do. And, I mean, perfection to them is, that that's the goal. If they can't get to perfection, then guess what? You're not going to see it, or are you going to get it? And I think that's that's the winning success of Ford when you guys do your performance vehicles. Yeah, the Ford performance team is, is um, incredible. The work that they do, and, the, and you're right, these guys, they live, eat, sleep, breathe the, the performance world. That's, that's, uh, that's just who they are, and they – they get so excited over the things that they, uh, you know, you'll be in meetings with them. They'll get so excited over some idea or something that they're working on or coming, and they'll want to show you, you know, I'm, I'm the marketing guy. And so sometimes I understand it. Sometimes I don't, right? I, I have some automotive background, but not, not nearly the level that they do. And, and uh, but they're so anxious to take you back in the shop and show you these things. And it's, it's, it's fun to work with them. I just, it really is. They just, they just love what they do and it makes it so much fun to work on this stuff. I mean, come on, Brian, what would you rather do? Get up and go, have a meeting with the upper echelon or take a truck out and just beat the snot out of it and have more fun than you can imagine. And I'll bet you the line I'll bet you the line to go to work for Ford Performance is as long as your arm, if not longer. They're uh they, that's a it's a great organization, a great group of people and and uh they're just you know like like I said, they're they're just so much fun to work with. And you're right, I, I love going and, and, and working on this stuff and driving the trucks and seeing them and seeing the new things and it's uh it's the best part of the you know, best part of the day when you get to work on the Raptor. I can hear you now. Well, you know, I'm marketing, you know, I have to feel it, I have to smell it, I have to touch it. Here's my helmet, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> You know, sometimes that does work. You know, uh, the uh, you know, I, I try that play. I, I, I to, to to really understand it, you got to feel it. You got to be a part of it. So I, I've been out in the desert with them a few times. It's incredible. So yeah. the, the testing, the, the the torture testing, the grueling things that they do to vehicles uh, to, oh. to to make sure they're good for customers is just phenomenal. So I know. Hey, stick with me a minute. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we've got. I want to talk some more about. You know, what's the exterior look like? How much has it changed? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. All right, folks. Welcome back. You're listening to You Ought to Know, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. The segment is brought to you by Express Auto Service. Dave and Connie is a family-owned and operated shop. Been out to in La Mesa area forever. Uh, 7633 El Cajon Boulevard. Quality work. Stand behind it 100%. Take your car out there and... Uh, Tell them, you know, we're sent by me because that's where all my cars are. 619-463-1484. Go to expressautoservicelamesa.com. All right, hey, we got Kristen Barclay on the line. And you're in the queen of SUVs, I see. Oh, that's an interesting title. Okay. Doesn't it kind of remind I mean, I'm not being sexist, but it does kind of remind you of a car that, I mean... I had a lady the other day get out of her uh, Toyota just to get into that car. And she'd been a Lexus owner for, yeah. She says that she just something, well, one, she didn't like the grill of the Lexus. So she jumped on the MDX and she says, I've never been happier. You know, for the 2022 model, it's been completely redesigned. They really, really hit it out of the park. Mm -hmm. Um you know, there's still a couple things I want to see tweaked, and I'll get to that in a minute. Mm-hmm. But the design on the exterior, I, I'm in the uh, Type S, 
with advance. The design on the exterior is nice. It's not over the top. It's not in your face. It's got some sport, but it's also got kind of a, a timeless, you know, uh, SUV look with, mm. with a, a, a stance that's not aggressive, but it's also not like cookie cutter, you know, right. kid hauler, if that makes sense. They sure. sound like a perfect median. Um, it's three rows, so it's kind of a mid-sized crossover. Um, I found all the rows to be comfortable, and it has plenty of cargo storage, but you know, one thing I noticed that they've done is it has the Type S has a standard air suspension, and it has really improved the ride quality. Like, mm-hmm. it's just smooth as butter, but not so smooth that, like, you don't enjoy driving it. Um, I understand that, that you know, Acura's kind of taken some inspiration from the NSX mm-hmm. and brought it over in these Type S, and, you know, I can see that. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's a 3-liter turbocharged V6 with a 10-speed auto. And it's got uh, it's got low, you know, it's got a lot of torque at a low RPM. So at 354 pound feet of torque at just 1400 RPM, so you can get up and go. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's just it's great as far as like acceleration. The transmission shifts well. They've redone um, the instrument cluster. They've redone the infotainment. It feels modern. Before a lot of actors felt just really vanilla and outdated. This one feels like modern and luxury. Um, I was just telling Marlon we were just we just went and ran an errand before coming on the air, and it has blue seats, but they're not like Smurf blue. They're very they're not navy, but they're kind of blue grayish. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you describe it, but I, I called nice it color. I called it gray with a blue tinge is what because I got I got one same I same color combo, and I liked it. I do too. I think it gives it kind of a elegance or something about it. Like it's it's different. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the seats are really comfortable. You know, it's a lot of times when you're trying to make an SUV or a crossover a little sportier, I feel like they they make the seats too stiff. Um, not in this vehicle at all. I, I really found it incredibly comfortable. I like the uh, the head up display. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the the two things where I was like, okay, they need to improve was the the wireless phone charging. It's very convenient, but I would have to keep checking to make sure my phone was charging. I had to keep moving my phone around, mm-hmm. which it's a big area, so I'm not really sure why that is. And, yes, I do have a case on my phone, but I don't have any issues in any of the other vehicles that, I've been in. Yeah, so, that shouldn't have anything to do with it. Yeah, so that needs to be tweaked a little bit. And then their little um, you know, keypad where you're controlling, oh, yeah, super sensitive. It's very jumpy. Um, and so, you know, Lexus finally listened to their customers, got rid of their little trackpad. Um, I think if Acura would change that, then we'd be good to go. And I will say, you know, I'll, we always pick on them for their gear shifter because Marlon absolutely cannot stand the way that Acura and Honda's gear shifter is. I had gotten used to it, but you know what? Three times, three times while having this vehicle, I pushed the drive button thinking I was turning the car off because I've gotten used to where those, you know, the start stop sometimes is, is right there. Now, fortunately, you know, my foot was on the brake right. and, and, you know, it didn't, didn't shift or anything. With um, your luck, least, with your luck, you should have went right straight through the garage door. Thank goodness I didn't, right? Or taken out a couple <laughs> but of anyway, cards. With your luck, right? With your luck? You're so right. Nope, you're right. <laughs> be on the you're front page. Right. You'd be on the front page of Daily Focus News. Oh I know, God. and what am I? What am I always telling my team? I'm always like, "Okay, guys, report the news. Don't be the story. That's don't it. Be the story. That's it. Yeah. But so, now I, yeah. I know exactly 
But in the defense, in the defense of the Acura, you and I are in a different car every week, sometimes two, maybe even three if you're not looking. So for us to make, it would probably be more prone for us to make that mistake than the owner of the car. You know what I mean? No, yeah, I, you know, I'm sure it's like a muscle memory thing. And yeah, you know, yeah, because they know where to start the car. You and I, we get it. Okay, where do I start this one? Okay, where do I start that one? Why does why is it over here? Why is it over there? So yeah, it's tougher yeah, for you, us. You made that point last week, you know, because like after I talked and I was like, all right, I have to go teach my kid how to start a car. Oh, that's right. How how'd that work yeah. out? By the way, you know, it, it did fine. But you know, you had a valid point about like no car is the same. Yeah. You know, I mean, and there's even. Still, some cars in the press fleet that have actual keys. Yeah, um, you know, I, know, I have the feeling by the time my kids are actually driving, if yeah. they have a car with a key, they're going to be like, "What is this? What do I do with this?" All right, okay, you um, ready for this? I just got a Genesis GV60 facial recognition and thumbprint verification or fingerprint verification. What? So I can just leave my key fob in the house. After I've downloaded my my life to this car, and I, I get in it, I put my finger on the little tab, it verifies it. I start it up, and I off the road. I off the off I go. I wonder if that'll cut down on car theft. You would think. You would think. I, I mean, because there's would, no way you can get by it. There's no way you can get by. You know, my face and my finger. I mean, there's no. I mean, there's just no way. But here's the thing. I'd be in the news business. This week, I'm getting calls about the TikTok challenge where you can start certain <gasps> Kias and certain Hyundais with the USB cord, oh, no. and the number of thefts is up, and you would never imagine that that was a thing, but I'm getting calls asking, like, hey, is, you know, are we having a problem in Dallas? Hey, what do you know about this? How many have you had? And I'm like, I didn't even know what they were talking about. So, you know, when you start going to that advanced technology, you think, yeah, you know what? There's no way to bypass that, but uh-uh. maybe we're making it easier. I don't know. Well, I mean, I... I mean, and now the thing of it is, the only thing that was odd is that somebody else, but see, I didn't have my key fob, but if somebody else, if I want to loan them somebody a car, the car, and I had the key, then it would be fine. But I got to tell you, facial recognition, and when you walk up to the car, the camera, I think, sees you coming up and unlocks itself. That's cool. It's pretty freaky. That's cool. <laughs> but, but then, yeah, well, and then you got to be able to disable that because, you know, what if you're in an area, you know, there's sometimes when I'm out of the area at night. Yeah, and I, don't I, want want that, really I don't want nothing unlocking until I'm ready to unlock. Exactly. I may right. want to bypass the car because I feel like I'm being followed. It, it, I don't know. I know. I know. But anyway, when you get one of those, you, it'll be a story in itself. But I love the Acura. I like the MDX. Uh, I think the whole line personally has has you know made a couple of step ups. I don't know if it's due to competition. I don't know if it's due to lack of being able to build cars and they can spend more time on them. But I, I think I think they're definitely on the uh, on the right track. And I'm hearing that from everybody. It's a yeah. much needed improvement. I actually really enjoy driving it. Like it's it's, right. it's very enjoyable. I will say that the price tag on the one I was driving is, is just under seventy five thousand yeah. to seventy three thousand two forty five. Um, now you could get a base Type S for sixty seven eight, and of course you can get into an MDX that's not a Type S for right. less. Exactly. Um, but why would you? I know, and you know, I mean, it's go drive it. I guess that's the easiest way to say it. Just go drive. That's what this friend of mine did. You know, and uh, she came back with with one and it was loaded exactly the way she would have bought the other car 
but she just, and she just said there was more things about the way it handled the way the car was laid out that she liked and that was her her, her uh, selling factor to that because they're so yeah, tough I they're just, so tough all of these cars drive really well yeah and you know what's neat too that like the second row has that it has a really large console which is great and the kids are my age you know uh, my son will be in a couple weeks. My daughter's going to be 14 in the fall. Wow. They like the space, right? They don't want to feel like they can touch each other. Right. So, but, you know, you can also remove that console if you want. Mm-hmm. So if you wanted captain's chairs, you could do that. Um, I think it's a nice look. I will say this, and I'll be talking about this, um, you know, in the, in the weeks ahead, but there are very few vehicles right now that seat more than seven. I and know. So, you know, I'm I'm sort of thinking about, like, okay, what about people who have three kids? And now, you know, each kid wants to take a friend somewhere, and then you've got the two adults going. You're so limited in what you can drive. Yeah. Uh, what if What if two families want to go somewhere? You yeah. know, you've got two couples, and, and they each have two kids. Do you strap a kid onto the top where the luggage goes? I mean, obviously not. Can you put them in the cargo area? No. no. You know, back in the 80s, you could. But <laughs> I was just um, going to say, strap you to the rough rack. <laughs> Well, you remember station wagons where you drive oh. back those seatbelts? I mean, you could put six kids back there. Yeah, stacked. No, I, yeah, I, I yeah. told no, I, yeah, I know it, it's, but you know what? I, I think they're on this this kick that you know families are going to stay small. They're not going to get large. You know, I'm not saying the auto industry is that smart, but it's a possibility. You know, I don't why? No, but I like. I, I like what Acura's done. I like yeah. the MDX, despite the fact it only seats seven. I'm sure that meets most people's needs, especially for people that aren't using the three-row regularly. Correct. I mean, it's completely usable, but it's just it's sized right. Um, and like you said, Acura's kind of refining their mm-hmm. brand. Mm-hmm. And so for anybody who's like me, who was kind of, I don't want to say off-put, but just didn't, didn't get excited about them in the past, go look at their newer right. models. Go look at this MDX, and it's, it's night and day. Yeah, you'll definitely be impressed. All right, kid, how do we follow you around? Well, you can find me at FocusDailyNews.com, or you can find us on Facebook, Facebook.com backslash YAK Radio. And, hey, I will talk to you next week. I look forward to it. Going to take a drive out to uh, Kentucky and pick up a vehicle for a friend and driving it back. So I'm not sure. Might want to take a life jacket. They've got some severe weather out there That's exactly why I'm telling you. So in case I'm not on next Sunday, you'll know where to go look. Okay, thank you. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break, folks. You're listening to the You Auto Know Show, FM 961, AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back to the You Auto Know Show right here on FM 961, AM 1170, The Answer. By the way, folks, go to the podcast and look up Yak, Y-A-K, Radio with Dave Stahl. Brian Armstead, uh, who was on the, the show doing a phenomenal job on a new car company coming out. you got to take a listen. But I brought him back because he's not done yet. Volvo XC60. Boy, there's a culture change. Well, yeah, Dave, it is. Um, but it's it's electric. I mean, it's partially electrified at least. Yeah. It's a mild hybrid, 48-volt system that can regenerate power and give you give you some additional juice. You can play. It's a plug-in hybrid. I'm sorry, it's not a mild hybrid. It's a plug-in hybrid. Uh-huh. Where you can actually uh, plug it in and get a few extra, like if you, you know, if your commute is, you know, 50 miles, uh, 20, I'm sorry, just a few miles a day, then, you know, a plug-in hybrid right. would, uh, would be uh, would be, would be be great for you. So uh, 
Yeah, I mean, they're doing some good things with Volvo, and I've lost my page here, so hold on one second. I'm sitting well, in the car. Why, well, while you're doing that, do you, I, I, wouldn't you think, uh, from your observation of the automotive industry, that a plug-in uh, hybrid really doesn't make I mean that big of a market slice in the pie? I mean... No, it doesn't. It's it's really for urban dwellers who yeah. have a very limited commute. It's a nice way to, to get towards electrification. The good thing about plug-in hybrids and hybrids in general is that they, they get better fuel economy than uh than the uh you know, than the um the hybrid the, itself. Yeah. So you you know, you do you do get a few extra miles per gallon. But um, you know, it's 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 you either go full electric or you go full exactly. gasoline. There you go. Or you go hybrid. I'm, I'm kind of like a hybrid guy right now. I love the electric cars, but I'm, I'm kind of like the um, you know a hybrid guy because I think they I think they're a nice bridge towards what we're doing here in this country, which is um, you know just trying to get to the full electrification, which is where we need to be. Right. At some oh. point, because we're going to run out. Of, we're going to run out of oil one day. So I've been driving electric vehicles lately, and I've got to tell you, my comfort level in an electric car today is way better than it was last year, to be real honest with you. My lack of anxiety, uh, I pretty much know, you know, if I've got a car that's got over 200-mile range, I can not only go to the north and to the south, and then maybe I could even drive it two days, depending, maybe even three which is a real comfort. And so to put all of that into a Volvo, because, you know, let's face it, those are pretty nice cars. Oh, it's a very nice car. And the beautiful thing about a Volvo is that you get, you know, all the, the things that you want, and you get the safety of that is Volvo. Bingo. You know? So, like, in the in the pure mode, for example, in this car, you can get up to 36 miles of, of electric range, you know. Mm-hmm. It's up from 19 and, and the standard. The, the, this T8 I have is the extended range uh, model so from 19 in the base model. And, you know, again, it's not a lot, but if you can go 36 miles a day of pure electric and you live 30 miles away, you never, you and that's, you, you only use the car for commuting, you could theoretically drive on pure electricity right. for your commuting. So, I mean, they're on something here. You know, I think, I, I, I think it's a... Uh... Go ahead, Dave. Let's well, go. I was just going to say, and then all of a sudden, you're say you live in my town of 15,000 people, but then all of a sudden, you got to drive out of town to go run an errand. Well, if you were just running a little electric car with a low range, you couldn't do it, at least with this one, you could. Right. So this XC... Uh, 60 recharge starts at 57,200, mm-hmm. and uh, you know I think that it's it's pretty legit, Dave. I, I fit very well. It's got an odd interior, though. It's it's kind of like a mix of a lot of different types of textures. The dash is stitched leather. I love the dashboard. Mm-hmm. The steering wheel is one of the best in the industry. It's a fat steering wheel. Mm-hmm. Everything you have controls on it for, uh, you know cruise control and navigation of the different screens in front of you. The driver cluster is all digital. I'm looking at right now it's set up to have the navigation map at the center, which I like a lot because it kind of gives you positional awareness on the left speedometer, on the right gear cluster, amount of power left in the battery, 
below everything is the range on the battery. Right now it's zero because I used the electric earlier today. My gasoline range is 210 miles. When the electricity's topped off and the gasoline is topped off, my range was showing close to 500 miles. Mm-hmm. Switch over to the center console. Got a mini iPad, you know, like a mini Tesla look on the on the center stack here. It's about an eight-inch screen, vertically mm-hmm. oriented. Mm-hmm. Bowers and Wilkins, 14-speaker audio on top of the dash, so you have a nice tweeter. You have metal grills on the uh, the, the door speakers. Um, driftwood, beautiful open port driftwood on the dashboard, and it's brown. It's beautiful. Chrome trim surrounds the uh, the leather and the wood when you get to the door cards and the seats. The seats, the door cards are a combination of plastics, leather, and uh, I think this is one of those sustainable fabrics that Volvo tends to use in their car, but it's kind of like like a rough cloth. I mean, it's like, you know, um, it's kind of hard to explain, and I don't have the Monroney for this car. It was a last-minute addition because my schedule was kind of screwed up, so kind folks at Drive Shop were able to put me in this car at the last minute, and I, it's, I'm, I'm happy to be in it because I love driving Volvos. I used to own two. I still yeah. own one XC90 V8. I always had an affinity for the brand, but uh, the seats are comfortable, but I just would rather have leather. I mean, if I'm spending, you know, 60 Gs for uh, a luxury car, I kind of want some leather seats in the car. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, when you when you uh, use the, the die extenders on the front seat, when you kind of reach out to push to feel what kind of impact they have. You can actually put your hands underneath the die extenders and feel the plastic supports, mm. which have rough edges. Mm. So that's kind of an odd trim uh, thing that um, is, is kind of hard to explain. I don't know if you just heard the engine. I know you probably couldn't hear it, but the whole time we were kind of in electric chill mode. Mm-hmm. And uh, so running on electric power, only and the the engine just cut on to regenerate uh, some some juice. Nope, I'm sitting didn't, here, didn't hear a thing. Because it's it's a Volvo, it's a quiet right, car. Right. Uh, they have an Oroforce crystal shifter, but the shifter actually feels like it's plastic. So I don't know if this is um, an actual crystal shifter. It says Oroforce on it, but it doesn't feel like it's a glass shifter. It feels like it's plastic. It's a nice touch. If I had a, if I had to choose it for my car, I probably wouldn't choose it. But you I know, bet, it is what it is. I bet it gets hot. Rotary. Uh, I don't know if it gets hot. Like the uh, had some car. What was the car I had last week? I kept burning my hands yeah. on it a couple of weeks ago. Was it an Was it an Acura TSX? I believe. If it's you got know, a metal shifter TSX. on it, man, you're going to get oh scorched. Yeah. Burn them. I was I was putting you know styrofoam cups over there. That's it. Oh, yeah, stuff. that's right. I remember that interview. <laughs> I, ever since you told me that, I'm thinking I gotta throw a styrofoam cup in this because my Mini Cooper's got a steel ball for a shifter. Yeah, and man, yeah, it gets and hot. Styrofoam, you know, the only thing about styrofoam is it will crumble over time, but it will keep that that knob cool. It sure will. Uh, I like the car, Dave. The dynamics are great. The sight lines are phenomenal. You can see out of every window. The D pillar is a little large, but the, the way they have the frameless rear view mirror. You get all of the rear view mirror, mm. the headrest in the uh, second row, this is a two-row SUV, can be folded, you know, can be removed. But um, the vision to the rear is good. The vision over your right shoulder is good. But there is a bit of a big D-pillar. So, uh, but you can always use the electronics in the car uh, to help 
keep you out of trouble. And it's got a, you know, you can, it's a Volvo, so you have sure. all the advanced electronics that you could possibly dream of. So give me a su- any suggestions on what maybe they could do better next year? Um, just off, you know, just yeah, off top of your head. Just put, you know, if, if and, and again, I don't have the full list of options in front of me. Uh, no, I, I, I would just, I would just buy my car with leather seats. I'm, right. I'm sure they're okay. available. But you just didn't see I, anything I about the way, you know, the ergonomics and I mean, and I mean, no, the, no, nothing they you know, needed the to fix. Little, the the four cylinder engine is a little noisy. It's a turbo. It's a two liter turbo. Ah. It's a little noisy. Um, but you know, I mean, it, now the engine's the noise has gone away, but the engine is still running. Yeah, right. So I mean, it's like you know. I don't know. People that love Volvos are like people that love Subarus and people that love Tesla. Uh, you know, it, yeah, it's it's a it's the cult of Volvo. It's a cult. I, it's I a gotta cult. admit, yeah. and I gotta admit, I'm a cult member because I really. Here's the thing, Dave. You know, I always buy my cars based on safety. Yeah, I know. When I'm in this car, I feel like I'm safe, and my right. daughter. She absconded with my beautiful red XC90 V8. What? And she calls it she calls it Cliffy because it's the big red dog. Right. <laughs> so oh it's, it's Clifford, the big red dog. And uh, and I was like, look, Eden, I can't. You know, her her Lexus got wrecked by a drunk driver. I gave her my XC90. I said, listen, I'm not in a position to help you buy another car. You're going to have to roll with the XC90. She said, Daddy, uh, you know, I love Cliffy. And the the most the, the beautiful you know if, if, would I buy this car probably not but the beautiful thing about it I feel safe when I'm behind the wheel of this XC90 yeah, and that's yeah. the thing with Volvo I mean I feel safe I don't want to feel right. unsafe in any car that I'm in some of the you know press cars we drive we we just drive them but yeah. we don't have that cocoon that we're used to that you know if we personally were to buy a car like the Mini the Mini's a very safe yeah. small car. Yeah. I don't have a problem driving a Mini. Yeah. I want to see that a manufacturer like Volvo is committed to yes. safety across the board, right. which is, I hope that folks, you, 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 you teased the uh, VinFast interview that I did on Yak Radio earlier. hope folks go back and listen to it because I said that, and I talked to the VinFast executives, it's a Vietnamese car company, folks, that are going to be selling cars here at the end of the year and, and, and in the future, more in the future. But if they come into this market with a reliable, safe car, they're going to do extremely well, just like the Hyundai Group and Kia and, uh, you know, some of the other uh, companies. Like Kia and Hyundai was an upstart. Kia used to make cars for Ford before they merged with right. Hyundai. exactly. And Kia Fest, Ford Festiva was a Kia-based Econo car. So, um, you know, uh, big things for um, for Volvo in the future. They're going fully electric by, I believe, 2030, I think, yeah. the date is for fully electric. Yeah. I think that's uh, something that um, you know may may be revisited because you know if folks don't start snapping up these Volvos, they're gonna they're gonna come back with a hybrid model uh, the next year. I mean, you know, you gotta. That's the thing that I'm I'm a little worried about. You know, I love electric cars. I want to buy an electric car. Actually, thinking about a Hyundai Ioniq Five or when the Vinfast comes out, I'll give that some serious consider- consideration. But uh, you know, as a nation, again, we need to build up the infrastructure. Yep. People want these cars. They want the technology. Let's just do it the right way. Exactly. So it's a transition. All right, you're in charge. You're in charge. Yeah. So thank hey, you. I am going to put you in Let's charge. I'm making a phone call tomorrow. <laughs> All right. All, All right, right, buddy. You, hey, glad you so made it back. Yeah. Glad thank you weighed you, you weighed 20 more pounds than you did when you left. 
Yeah, I do. I do. I do. I do. But, uh, I, I you know, it's, it's a tough, tough problem to have. <laughs> yeah. <I'm, laughs> all right. Get on that. Get on that stationary bike and go like hell, okay? Yeah. I will let you know if I'm, I'm going to the Indy race next weekend. So ah. I probably won't be on Sunday, but okay. I'll let you know during the week uh, what's, what's going on with my schedule for next week. Because, all right, buddy. Uh, I'm sorry, um, Brendan, thank you for the board work as always. And Dave, thanks for the extra time today, and thanks for having me on twice. My pleasure. All right, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to You Ought to Know, FM 96 month, AM 1170, the answer. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back to You Ought to Know, FM 96 month, AM 1170, the answer. This segment is brought to you by Convoy Auto Repair. Right up there on Convoy Street, you need to take a trip up there if you need to, 3909 Convoy. Uh, Napa Auto Care, ASC certified, master technicians, definitely check them out. And Bumper Doc, Kearney Mesa, they're uh, we'll, there to help all your automotive needs, lease returns, body repair, all of it. Hey, I'm going to run uh, segment two of the Ford Pro. They unveiled an America's first electric pickup truck, purpose-built for the police. Take a listen. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back. We're talking to Brian Bell, brand manager of Ford. Now, are you a Ford Raptor, Ford Ford everything? What, what's your title? I have, um, uh, I'm the marketing manager for all the gas F-150s. So if it's got a gas uh, engine or the hybrid engine, uh, that, uh, that's uh, my, my world that I work on at the moment. So um, I, I think I got one of the best jobs in the auto industry, right? When you get to work on F-150 every day and it brings things like Raptor with it and and our tremors and our new Rattler package and stuff. We've got so many great things working on, and it's just a, it's just a, 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 a great spot to be. Without a doubt. We're talking about the F-150 Raptor R. Uh, are there going to be just a uh, – I mean, I know – are you going to have a Raptor no R, or just is the Raptor R the next next generation? No, we'll have the, the, the Raptor that we have today that we launched in 21 with the 3.5 EcoBoost will stay. We think that will be the primary volume still. The Raptor R will be on top of that one, you know, optional uh, with the 5.2 V8 in it um, for those folks that really want the V8, want that extra performance. But the, the Raptor with the EcoBoost is a great, uh, it's a great combination, and, and customers just absolutely love it. So uh, that's that's staying and going to do really well. Well, my joke with that is if you get the EcoBoost, you don't go to the gas station as much. <laughs> but you still get all the bells and whistles. You still get all the fun. So now you've got on the R a 10-speed select shift transmission, uh, and you've improved the calibration. Kind of give give the the listeners a sense of, of what why that's as great as it sounds. Well, the the, the 10-speed transmission has been a a great um, combination to go with the Raptor. You know when we launched it uh, on the EcoBoost, and now with the 5.2. You know, you, you put all that gearing in with all this horsepower and torque that's available, and you're, you know, and the, and the shifting is so smooth and it's not sequential, right? So it'll jump to whatever gear it thinks it needs at the time. You go from, you know, second to seventh if it thinks that's the right thing to do, right? The, the transmission is smart that way. And um, so it just makes for a, such a great combination to put the power to the ground, and, uh, you know, and you, you really get to take advantage of all that torque with all that gearing that's available to you. So, and really good, and then the, the shifting part of it, we actually have paddle shifters on the vehicle, right? The, the off-road world, people like to control the gears that they're in. They like to hold gears longer, so we, we give them that capability with the paddle shift on the um, on the steering column. Well, you know, and a lot of people, I mean, all these hardcore guys out there, I like stick shift, I like. Well, 
you can take an automatic, especially an off-road vehicle, and you'll get 10 times the benefit. It it really is, uh, you know, when you when you think about the combination we have, it's really the the, the most optimum for for any kind of off-road performance, right? You, you uh, as a as a, a person who's got to take a, a couple of runs in the desert, high speed, you certainly don't want to take any either hand off the steering wheel. Um, is where so shifting would have forced that, and and uh, you know because that steering wheel is just moving all over the place, and uh, and you get to control that gearing the way you want to, uh, you know, and and keep your focus still on what's important while you're driving. So it's a it's a great combination. Plus the the the, the speed of the transmission shifting now, and the, the the availability with the ten speeds and the smart transmission, you know, you're always in the right gear. Just that the it really does work really well for customers. So I'm walking up to a Ford lot. And I see a Raptor R. Or what do I know if I see a Raptor R? What have you done with to the exterior to make it stand out from the EcoBoost Raptor? So the, the Raptor R has a few uh, uh, a few things that make it stand out. And, and there, you know, on the exterior we go from a gray um, kind of accent color to a black one, and then we've got this code orange. Um, these code orange accents in the vehicle, like in the, the tow hooks, the, uh, the badging has a, has a code orange R on it. We've got a, a bigger hood scoop on the vehicle. It's about an inch taller. It's wider, right? And we, we label the Raptor on there. That bigger hood scoop stands out. We need the room. We need that, that room for the engine in there. And then there's a, you know, a, a unique, um, box side, uh, uh, decal on it that pulls out the Raptor R so you know it from there. And then Raptor R is also standard with our 37 inch, um, uh, tire, 17 inch wheel, 37 inch tire. You can get a, a 37 inch on the on the base truck, uh, but the, with a different wheel. So it's got a unique wheel, this big tire that's, that's standard on it. Um, and so, you know, we think from the outside, people are going to be able to pick it up really, really quickly. And it just gives that, it has that strong, menacing Raptor look of always. And then there's these little details that just say, oh yeah, that's the that's the rat, that's the R, that's the that's 700 horsepower coming at me right there. <laughs> yeah, you'll hear it coming. And I understand flow-through exhaust, and you can actually modify it. It's got uh, multiple exhaust modes, yeah. So you can you can uh, adjust the exhaust from fairly quiet to uh, what what I would uh, you know cautiously say is an aggressive sound. <laughs> right? no nice. That, you can you can hear it coming from a pretty good distance if you put it in that mode. Yeah, that never bothers me. I mean, uh, I I've had three. Uh, press cars this week or this last couple of weeks, all manual transmissions. I'm like a pig in heaven. So are you going to do like a lot of manufacturers do and say build the first 50 and, and number them or are these just going to, you know, and I understand today's the day you can actually order your Raptor R, put an order in for it. Yep. So we, we aren't doing a, a, a limited first run. Uh, the, the Raptor R is a, a special vehicle for anyone that gets one, right? So we don't have that limited first run of this. The uh, and the order banks are open at dealers now, so you can go talk to a dealer and and uh, place orders if you're looking for it. The uh, the order bank did open this week for them. All right. Any accessories uh, to the R, or what more would you want? I mean, it seems to me like you guys have re you have done everything. You've been, you've enlarged the oil pan. Uh, you, you you've done so many things that an off roader would want it's already done but i'm sure you're going to have a couple of little goodies in the parts department well one of them you know the, the truck comes standard with our b-lock capable uh wheel so you know like i said you got this 37 inch tire right right from us that's standard on it with a 17 inch wheel and then 
if you want, you can buy a, a, a beadlock ring for the wheel and remount the tire to a true beadlock. So if you're truly going to go use it in the dirt and you want to have that ability to air up and down easily and want that beadlock capability, we, we, we have that for you right now, and you can pick up the accessory um, at the dealership when you take delivery of the vehicle. So it's ready to go. So, yeah, we've always got some, some accessories working. That's, like, one of the key performance ones that I think is just really cool to have this, this you know, beadlock capable right from the plant, you know? Without a shadow of a doubt, I, I agree <clears throat> with you 100%. And I know you've been racing all three gener- – well, all two generations. I. Have you got any track time on the the Raptor R this year? We we don't have any plans to uh, to race the Raptor R at this point. We we have uh, gone to the Baja 1000 and and other off road races to to learn over the years and and get some uh, you know, get some testing and check things and and um, with the Raptor R we don't have any plans to race it at this point in time. But we we uh, we were very aggressive in our our testing uh, regimen ourselves out in the desert with it. So we feel really good about where this is at and what what the truck's going to deliver for customers. You wait. Some girl's going to come from the Rebel Rally and going to steal one of those trucks. You know that. I'll be cheering on. Well, an all-girl rally wouldn't hurt. Wouldn't hurt at all. Well, so let's let's just talk nuts and bolts. What's what's base price? So the the, the price of the Raptor R is a uh, one hundred nine one forty five, and that comes pretty much with all the options. There's just a, there's only a couple of things to choose from. One of them is a. Uh, uh, the moonroof, right? We know that moonroofs in some parts of the country people really like them. In other parts, they're, they're not as popular. But uh, for the most part, that's the only option you can pick, and then a few accessories. So it's uh, it's 109, kind of you know there it is. It's a loaded up, ready to go truck. Um, you know, premium interior. We've got a Recaro seat interior with leather and um, Alcantara suede seats, and that coat orange accents I talked about on the outside. That some of that's on the inside. We've got real carbon fiber accents on the inside. I mean, it's a it's a really fantastic truck to uh, to drive every day as well as out the desert. So, um, you know, I think customers are really going to enjoy it. Well, and before anybody has a heart attack at 109, I challenge you to take an F-150, take it to an aftermarket builder, and see what it would cost you to build the truck identical to the R. You ain't going to come close to 109. You're going to be well over a buck and a half easy if you had to do this yourself. So I think that is very, very well priced. I think it gives the, the the hardcore competitor a fair advantage because, like I said, to build a, a true race truck to go to the bar, you're not going to touch it for 109. Don't you agree? Well, we think it's a we think it's a great value for what you're giving the customers, right? This capability, all the suspension travel, all this new suspension work, and the and then the, the powertrain on top of it, plus all of the you know, all the additional features that we've got. And we've got some great off-road features like one-pedal drive, right, for trails and trail control, trail turn assist. And we, we you know, we've got our over-the-air updates with our Ford power-ups so that we'll continue giving those software updates to the vehicle. And, and for most of the systems of the vehicle, we can continue improving over the life of the vehicle. So there's just so many, so many other pieces to this truck that make it just such a such a great vehicle. Yeah, we, we, we think we're in a really, really good spot there. Will you quit building all these cool vehicles? I just don't have room or the money, okay? You're making me crazy. But I'm going to reach out to Jason and see how soon one comes to the press fleet because that's about as close as I'm probably going to get. And I, and I live in San Diego, so I'm close to the desert. So that's not a problem. You're in a perfect spot for one of these. Yeah. It's, 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 
be a great it'll be a great addition to your garage. Write it down, Dave Stahl, San Diego. Dave Stahl, San Diego. Write that shit down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. Hey, I appreciate you taking time out of your day. I know you're busy as can be. Keep up the good work, and I know I'm going to be talking to you down the road with more uh, product coming out of Ford Performance. Thanks, buddy. Thank you, Dave. appreciate you letting me come on and uh, talk about the Raptor R. If you want any info, they can go to Ford.com. All of it's right there. Perfect. Take care, buddy. Bye-bye. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl.